in um, day two of our first week in First Timothy, um, and we are today talking about First Timothy 1, 3 through 6, and um, yesterday we spent the whole time talking about kind of the background of Timothy and Paul and um, just a very strong greeting on Paul's end to Timothy, um, and now we're really going to kind of I guess we just kind of jump right into all the things that Paul needs to address, right? Like remember um, Timothy is pastoring a church in Ephesus and they're kind of, uh, it's a big church and they're kind of getting themselves into a hot mess. So this is one of the reasons that Paul is writing. It's not just a, Hey, how's it going? Quick check-in. This is a um, kind of come to Jesus. Serious business. Serious business. So that's where we are today. Okay. Um, I'm going to read 1 Timothy chapter 1, verses 3 through 6. As I urged you when I went into Macedonia, stay there in Ephesus so that you may command certain people not to teach false doctrines any longer or to devote themselves to myths and endless genealogies. Such things promote controversial speculations rather than advancing God's work, which is by faith. The goal of this command is love, which comes from a pure heart and a good conscience and a sincere faith. Some have departed from these and have turned to meaningless talk. Whoa. I love the phrase controversial speculations. Like it just cracked me up. I thought so much right now in the world is just full of controversial speculation speculation yeah. mm-hmm. and i thought huh, yeah, a couple thousand years later we're still at it <laughs> right right even then paul was like shut it people don't talk about what you don't know and yeah. i just thought huh shut it people don't talk about what you don't know <laughs> yeah. I, I think that that's a good you know there's nothing wrong with having questions and talking those through just like we did in the last episode about apostleship mm-hmm. But the bottom line is, once you've brought it out there, if there seems to, if it creates controversy rather yes. than peace mm-hmm. and unity, then maybe it's better left on the shelf. Yeah. Right. You know, and, and always, yeah. Yeah. That's our goal. The goal is the love of God, mm-hmm. right? To share the love of God and to become more like Jesus. And so we, we don't need to get all bogged down in those controversial speculations. Which leads me back to Paul addressing Timothy and saying grace, mercy, and peace. Yeah. Because with all that upheaval and controversial stuff, there that's that's not peaceful. That's not restful at all. Yeah. You know, and Paul was sending this as support to Timothy. And so I think he wanted to make it very, very clear. I'm supporting you. You're going to hear me saying some hard things, but these aren't to criticize you. This is for you to just pay attention. 
listen, this is support, this is to bring you peace. And and that's a part of this. When we're involved in those controversies, all of us know this, all the stuff that we've all been through for the last couple of years, it's like when we're involved in this, we don't have peace. Right. We don't have peace. So looking at this, like, what is the fruit of what we're saying to someone else? And we know that because as we're saying it, I'm telling you, we know it in our, like in our body, we can feel that tension or we can feel that anger, you know, or we can feel like I'm going to break my jaw because it's so tight. <laughs> or the, right? just frustration. Yeah. Right. I think, right. you know, when we think that we're right, human nature is if I can't convince you that I'm right and change your mind, then I'm frustrated by that. Right. Well, yeah. If you feel that frustration rising, you just on the wrong Mm-hmm. You're, you're traveling down the wrong road and you just need to stop um, and focus on the things that you do have in common. Right. Um, and how, how can we connect? Yeah. And that's my word this year is connection. We, um, Pastor Time, I was talking to him and he was saying, whatever is true today will still be true in six months, mm-hmm. will still be true in two years, that it was true today right now. Right? Yeah. It's like that's wisdom. When we we're talking with people, yeah, Jesus Christ is Lord. That's true. Mm-hmm. And it'll still be true. So we don't need to bang that into people or fight with them about it. Um, maybe more we let go of where we are and we engage what's going on with you? Like, where are you at? Trying to, sorry, I said that in such a confrontive way, but it's like, <laughs> really, what's going on? Why, why, if someone's fighting with me, I'm like, why are we fighting? Yeah. Like what, like bring out the fact that it's even happening. And that and that's what I think a piece of what Paul is saying. He's like, what are you doing? These bring bad fruit. They're not good fruit. He's calling out the higher game, I think, in some ways with this. You know, Jesus' yeah. prayer for the church was that we would be one like he and the Father are mm-hmm. one. And so in, in all of our dealings with other people, um, that should, other Christians, that should be the important thing is that we are going to be one. So we're going to focus on those things that lift up the name of Jesus and that bring God glory. You know, it's really hard for man's pride to be separated from him. Yeah. <laughs> and so I, I think it all kind of boils down to, like these guys in Ephesus, you know, they were all, it was all about their pride. They had more knowledge. They had special knowledge. They had yeah. genealogies and pedigrees and that's just all pride. That's yeah. what it boils down to. Yeah. Yep. Right. Now, I'm I'm better than you because, you know, I got this degree from, you know, that place. It's terrible. Mm-hmm. We still have that today. It's not quite the same, but but it's still pride. Well, um, Ephesus was a city. This is by Platt, saying by him, Ephesus was a city filled with paganism and rampant immorality and idolatry. Because of these cultural pressures, Paul's first concern was to tell Timothy that he must keep people from teaching false doctrine. And the summons is clear. Address anything and everything that pulls people away from the gospel. If we lose the gospel, we lose everything. I was... So that's where these people um, were coming from. I mean, that's there's a whole society, and they're um, they want to bring it into the church with them. Yeah, you know, uh, and if they have this 
people start accepting their myths and their genealogies and that would give them some authority in the church to teach it to other people. And that is their uh, fulfilling their selfish Mm -hmm. desires. Like you said, Angie, to be puffed up, like I'm teaching this at that church. This is what I believe. And so you believe it too and drag them down. There's a lot of cultural stuff that goes along with that. Right. Because, um, especially then your title was, um, and, and your people, quote unquote, your people, um, were huge because that's, um, you know, they didn't have, I don't know how to say this. There, there weren't the social constructs that we have now necessarily. Um, it wasn't like, uh, I'm going to make a name for myself and you're going to know me for who I am. It was like, who are your people? That was probably one of the first things that people asked, right? Was who are your people? Who are your parents? And um, like we talked yesterday about Timothy, like his mother was Jewish, but his father was Greek. So he was a nothing, right? Which is why he had to go to such extreme circumstances to be circumcised as an adult so that he would... Um, fit in, in, in a way, um, not in a bad way, but he's making those strides to say, look, I, I am one of you. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was a big deal. Like we're so, we're such a transient society now and the world is so small now that um, if you go in somewhere and you're new somewhere, um, you can make a name for yourself. You can, um, it doesn't matter who your parents are. It doesn't matter who your grandparents were. It doesn't matter what faith you were raised in. Um, you can be known for yourself, but that wasn't necessarily the case then. Um, so there's a lot of cultural stuff that goes along with it. It's, it's not the same as it would be now. That's good, Suzanne. That's, that's mm. really true. And um, they had to be careful who was speaking to them. Right. There was a big issue in the church. Were, were they the Judaizers? the different groups that would come in behind Paul and, and try to twist the gospel a bit. There were major problems in the early church with a lot of things happening. And people would, um, they'd have to have the authority. So this letter also is helpful to give Timothy that authority um, because it is coming from Paul. Like you had to be able to all right, so who did you like? Like, remember when Paul talks about I was under Rabbi Gilead or something like that? Emily he Gilead. was naming, yeah, he's naming this is who, um, and so that establishes authority, mm-hmm. like like you're saying. And and then the other thing, like the myth is helping us understand why, you know, or different, those are the purposes of those. But that's why it's really important, I think, for us too, to know God's word, truly God's word. We have one that has been vetted for thousands of years now, at least over yeah. that, actually. Um, and that's why, I, for me personally, I stand with that, as opposed to, like you were saying, um, Angie, like traditions of the church, like the dispensation or the non-dispensation or whatever. When it comes down to it, what does, the, what does God say in this? And so for us to be able to sort out these false teachers, first, we need to know what's true. 
First, right. we need to know what's actually been said. Mm-hmm. Like God helps those who help themselves. Yeah, not in here. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like is next to godliness. You yeah, know, that, that's it's not there either. Yeah. Oh, Terry, I can't believe you're the one that said that. <laughs> <laughs> I've tried it. I've tried. Terry, to- <laughs> I, I Terry's like, oh my gosh, <laughs> our super cleaner. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but we we need to, like you're saying, we need to know the truth. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And we have the privilege of being able to go back to the primary source, right? Right, right. Because we can open our Bibles and it doesn't yeah. matter where you are, what language you speak, you know, and there are a few exceptions, but um, in the mainstream world, it does not matter where you are or what language you speak. There is a Bible available to you. Yeah. We can go to the primary source and look at it and say, is this what the Bible actually says? Is this really what it's saying? Mm-hmm. Um, and they didn't have that privilege. This was all an oral history, an oral telling. And so and that is... Right. Yeah. But even then, not everybody could read. So you really had to trust your sources. Mm -hmm. Um, And so those false teachings, or being able to come in and say, well, my grandma is so-and-so, therefore you should listen to me. Well, guess what? Your grandma maybe was talking out of both sides of her head. (laughs) So who cares? So, you know. (laughs) <laughs> and this is how serious it would get, like for the Jewish culture. This is back in Old Testament. If you had a prophet who did not tell the truth, they were killed. Off was the head. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that would be the lucky way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it would not be good. Um, and, and so there, people thankfully were serious about the truth um, and um, trying to teach the truth. And then there were those that weren't. And the ones that weren't, that were focused on themselves, they were in this. They're mixed in with all of this. So how do you discern? We have that today, right? People say, say, um, you know, well, this isn't really the popular theory. um, So I'm going to take what I know and I'm going to twist it just a little bit so that it's a little more palatable. And then people are going to listen to me. And it all comes back to me, right? It comes back to that pride issue of um, the fame and the popularity. And it probably doesn't start out that way, really. It probably yeah. doesn't start out. Like, I, maybe there are people out there who are like, oh, I'm going to say whatever I can to be famous or popular. But I think for the most part, that's not it what people's start. intentions are. I I was sitting here thinking, like, what is the purpose of these teachers? And, and exactly like you're saying, Suzanne, it's like probably they did start start out really caring about God and trying to, like, I remember myself as a new Christian. I'd use the name of Jesus. <laughs> it was, like, a little messed up because I just didn't understand it. But I, I thankfully, God was placed with women who were humble, like Dee Dee, by the way, who mm-hmm. kept speaking God's word, who kept talking God's word with Terry, you know, all you guys, actually, I've been in Bible studies with you guys. You're my newbie, Suzanne, but it's like God placed me with other women who could speak into me and say, eh, not so much Rosemary. That was not, let's, let me show you where that could be different, where you might be able to see that differently. Um, and, and, and God will do that. And then having the humility to be willing to look back in the Bible and, and look back at those things. I was thinking, like you were saying originally, it's like they probably were out for money. This Jesus thing could be hot. I could make some money on this. Let's go, Mm -hmm. you know, and and using the name of Jesus, but denying 
Christ at the mm-hmm. same time. And we know that happens a lot, even today. Mm-hmm. Another thing that has happened, some people, I think, are happy with chaos. They can yeah. thrive in that yeah. chaos. They can create <laughs> that chaos. They can live on that chaos. And again, know Jesus Christ in that. Potsters. Right. That's what I call them. Potsters. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. Keep things, yeah, keep yeah. things, messed, things up. messed up. All and don't let it benefit from that. Yeah. Yeah, because then I don't have to look at my stuff and how I'm sinning. I don't have to look at what I'm doing. And then there's this third category, which unfortunately I think I fall into. Just stupid. I mean, <laughs> just flat out. Oh, there's no. times, and no, I don't no. say that, by the way, that's not necessarily derogatory to me. I think it's like there's, uh, I think it has this connection with it's stupor. So it's almost like I just don't get it. Like I just, and not because I'm not smart, not because of this, but because there's this kind of fog that's covering my understanding. And I think sometimes I know I definitely can walk in, in I don't know about the money thing, but I know I, I can be okay in cast, but this stupor thing I'm noticing, it's like this, in, it's more comfortable to not know. I don't know. Ignorance you know, and not, yeah, <laughs> that's exactly it. Suzanne thinks it's like, and and I would like to live in that rather than having to accept the, the truth that I sinned. Well, and I, having to make changes, changes. or yeah. changes or life yes. changes. Yeah. That aren't changing everyone else out there, changing me. Just me. Yeah. Right. So it's like I would choose that stupor, that being stupid, because it, it just feels better. I don't know. Does that make sense? It does, but I think that there's a big I think there's a big difference right there. And like, if it is genuinely like a stupor of, I don't, I don't know this and that's ignorance. Um, and I, that that's is what I was not, yeah. and not like a, Oh, you're true so ignorance. ignorance. It's true. true ignorance. Yeah. Whereas if you're just right. like, hi, I just, I'm, ignorance is taking that ignorance is bliss. bliss mindset. That's an intentional act. Yes. That's yep. an intentional act. Um, which maybe, yeah these false prophets and false teachers were taking, but I think when, when Paul is calling out these false teachers, I think he is um, really putting the screws to them and saying like, this is not a a case of you being um, an ignorance is bliss situation. This is a case of like, you are intentionally misleading people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's rebellion. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Against the word of God, against the truth. Yeah. Because again, there was no Jesus in this way. Mm -hmm too yeah yeah i'm sorry i just want to clarify what i'm saying stupid i'm not saying of intellect it's not about intellect it's a position we might take and we fight it and we will choose to not see something else and that can create this fog or this stupor anyway also remember that Mm -hmm. there's an enemy out there who's trying really Mm -hmm. hard to Mm -hmm. keep us from understanding the truth Mm -hmm. Um, who wants us to be blind and not see. Um, So there's that element as well. Um, And you have to remember that people are being deceived. Mm -hmm. They're, They're not, they don't get it. They think it sounds good. It sounds right. Like you were talking about the, um, who are your parents and all that. That sounds right. And that's what we've been taught for all these years. So must be right. Yeah, you know, but they're not the, choosing the um, choosing evil necessarily. I'm saying some of them, 
but they're being deceived into it like like Eve was deceived. Yeah. You know. But the key component is there's no Jesus. Yeah. Bottom right. line, every single time. And the reason I keep coming back that way is for us. We can get involved. Like Suzanne, she was saying, we do this all the time. You guys are all saying this. It's like, we have it here right now in our world. How do we know that we're not being deceived? How do, I don't know. Go to Jesus. Start there. Start there. You don't have to know everything. And here's the thing. I can be stupid, but I can be stupid with Jesus or without him. And I've got a way better chance if I'm with him. Mm-hmm. Right? Those are Is powerful this- words. We don't have to know everything. No, we just don't. Ooh, we just need to know Jesus. That's one of the reasons why I'm a Christian. It's so easy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, let me just say something real quick because talking about being ignorant, um, when I was growing up, and this was not anything I was taught, this was just something that was in my head where Paul cautions about um, getting into genealogies. Like in my head when I was a kid, and this is, again, nothing that anybody taught me, but in my head, I was like, I can only know as far back as like my great grandparents or maybe even their parents, because to go back any further in my family genealogy is wrong. Mm. And that's not what that means. No, that's not what that means. Like now I'm able to trace my genealogy for hundreds of years and that's not sinful it's okay if you want to know what your family lineage is oh yeah (laughs) yeah that's okay it's but it's the relying on your value and your worth in who you came from and taking Jesus out of it that's where the sin is and it's okay to know that my you know great gazillion D grandparents um, were in Scotland and Ireland and Germany. And that's okay for me to know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, Jesus but, knew his. Right. Yeah. I mean, we got plenty of genealogies in the Bible. So the that knowledge, there's nothing wrong with that knowledge. It's just right. thinking that, that would get you into heaven. Mm-hmm. That's right. As opposed to a relationship with Jesus. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, we point. know that. All, all of our, everything is based on faith, on what we believe. Right. Do we believe that Jesus came and gave himself for us, um, died a sinner's death on the cross so that we could have a place in the family of God? If that's, that's what gets us in a right relationship with God and what gets us an eternal life with him, um, not where we came from or who we came from. So. Yeah, And if we know that as we're saying it, as we're speaking that, we will know inside the Holy Spirit will check us every time. So pay attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great way for us to end. Mm-hmm. So, does somebody, Terry, you want to pray for us today? Sure. Yep. Great. Lord, we just thank you so much for your word. We thank you so much, Lord, that we can check our lives against what, what the Bible has to say to see if we're on the right path or not. We thank you, Lord, for these truths that um, Paul has sent out to Timothy and to all all believers that so that we can um, make sure that we're doing things the right way and that we're not falling into um, endless controversies and stirring up problems and um, being uh, gossipers and 
any of those things that Paul warns against and is helping Timothy to learn to teach against in in the um, church. So, Lord, I just pray that you would um, help me not to be a stirrer. And we just thank you, Lord, for um, this time together. And just pray that our um, words that we're saying that coming from the Bible will touch other people and um, help us, Lord, to always, like Angie said, listen for the Holy Spirit to see if we're on the right or not, or if the things that we're saying are true or not. We pray, Lord, that we would only always speak the truth in Jesus' name. And cut. <laughs> <laughs>